statements made on the Dr. Peter DeVette Live radio show have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Products mentioned on the Dr. Peter DeVette Live radio show are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Information given by the host or co-host are the opinions of the speakers and are not intended as medical advice. Information on this show is not a substitute for medical advice and is strictly for educational purposes. Please seek the advice of your primary physician before starting anything new or following educational advice or opinions. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. It's time to find out about your health and get your medical questions answered. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. Some of the topics we'll be discussing today include why America is facing a health care disaster, what the root causes are of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic paradigm, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness. How emotions are directly related to physical illness. And how to read your own body like a book. The most effective medicine is to invest in wellness and live a holistic lifestyle. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. DeVette. And welcome everyone to uh, this episode of Dr. Peter DeVette Live. This uh, show today, we're going to be talking about... The ins and outs of inflamed bowel and abdominal pain. So, um, so if you have an issue with your bowels, if you have abdominal pain, stomach pain, or stomach discomfort, this is the show for you. Or if you know somebody that has issues with their bellies, please tell them about our show today uh, because we are going to share with you some empowering information to understand how to look at uh, what happens in the bowels and uh, the abdomen in general and what uh, you know what can be behind you know some of the aches and pains that we see there uh and in in particular we're going to be getting uh, very deep into the inflamed bowel issues you know <clears throat> and so a lot of people in our society Susan uh, Susan by the way is is with me on the show today hello S- Susan Spence my uh, regular co-host and uh, she is on with us uh, again. We practice, by the way, together a year at QHI Wellness in Tyler, Texas. QHI Wellness is a facility uh, where we practice integrative medicine, combining the very best of natural medicine with the essentials of conventional medicine for a healthier you. Uh, one of our other mottos is that the most cost-effective medicine is getting healthy. A lot of people listen to our show, and they think that uh, this is a kind of medicine that they're not able to access because it will be too expensive, that uh, it will be too costly. But, folks, if you haven't already figured this out, I'm going to tell you this. You know, it is very, very, very uh, expensive to be sick. And it's getting more expensive by the day. Conventional medicine is what is really expensive because, Susan, when you treat symptoms instead of causes, you create more disease and it gets more expensive. Right. You know? <laughs> when you treat the cause and resolve the problem at its roots, then it gets very inexpensive, especially after you've achieved your goal. Right. I, I see so many people that they're older people and they don't really understand that, you know, once they start on a medicine, then they start complaining about a side effect, and then they get given another medicine for that side effect, and they they don't even know what's happening. You know, they just know all of a sudden they're on thirty medicines. You know, 
You know, I think we need to do another show on uh, on prevention. You know, are we going to call this show? Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. Uh, we're going to call it an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So, so we'll give you a little preamble here right now on the show that's coming up tomorrow, and uh, that is that you know if you deal with things where they start in the body and where they originated from, it is so much easier to resolve them. That's also the premise of my uh, first book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health, and also my second book, Bringing Sexy Back, Transform the Body That You Have Into the Body That You Want. And we did a show yesterday on transforming the body you have into the body you want, and uh, subtitled Bringing Sexy Back. So that show obviously was about my second book, and uh, what you can expect in that book, but also, you know, had a great conversation with uh, John Martin um, and Susan about resolving metabolic issues right at their source, uh, getting to the cause, and again, here, when we're talking about today, about inflamed bowel and abdominal pain, we're going to make the same point. Get to the source, figure out why it's happening, and then you can resolve it, and you don't have to end up on medications. Now, Susan, sometimes medication is necessary. Sure. If you're in, in dire straits, wouldn't you say? I would. I would definitely agree. Uh, what what circumstances do you think it's justified to use a drug instead of just trying to deal with, you know, the the root issue or, or to treat it naturally? Uh, overwhelming infections. Uh, type one uh, diabetes. It can be improved, but a lot of times you still need insulin. Uh, I think if you have a really bad problem with reflux, you need to see what the problem is and maybe get it surgically repaired if it's a hiatal hernia or learn how to sleep with the head of your bed elevated, uh, not to stop stomach acid production. That's horrible, horrible for your bones and for mineral absorption. Uh, if someone is uh, bleeding profusely after childbirth, uh, drugs are definitely indicated. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and, and 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 hypertension until you can get it under control by improving the elasticity of your blood vessels. Uh, and I think uh, dialysis, if you if you need that, you need it. <laughs> yeah, and you're talking in general, you know, about using conventional medicine, um, you know, for you know for certain things. And you're right, you know, conventional medicine is great for treating crises. You know, crisis management. You want a good drug. You know, you want a good uh, surgeon on hand, and you want to uh, be able to, you know, maybe get a radio radio therapist or radiologist also uh, in the mix. So, but most of the time, you know, we deal with chronic illnesses in a way that actually makes the chronic illnesses worse instead of better. So. You know, so if somebody's in crisis with high blood pressure, <clears throat> in crisis with severe infection in the bowel, you know, so forth, then then it certainly uh, may be necessary to use conventional. But when we talk specifically about inflamed bowel and about abdominal pain, you know, I I would say that if there is a a cause of of pain, abdominal pain, that threatens the immediate survival of that patient, obviously, you know, things have to be done that are more radical. If you have an appendix that has burst and is leaking, uh, you know, poop right into the bowel, uh, 
absolutely need to get that removed. Um, if you have a severe bleed from an abdomen, you know, from an abdominal organ like an ovary, you know, which is in, pal- in the pelvis, or a diverticulitis, you know, a bleb that is burst or a bleb that is bleeding, you know, that's divertic- uh, that's you know, little weak spots on the on the bowel, that has to be treated, um, you know, with with greater aggression to get that kind of bleeding under control. So that's, you know, there's other uh, surgical emergencies like a very, very diseased gallbladder. Now, if you have a inflamed, not just an inflamed gallbladder, but an infected gallbladder, and the person has spiking fevers and is showing signs of, uh, you know, a severely compromised system, then that gallbladder has to be removed. But, you know, it's interesting that with a lot of these things now, you know, appendicitis, gallbladder disease, you know, they often will now treat with antibiotics first, you know, for two or three days or a few days, get it under control, and, you know, so that the surgery is less dangerous, you know, that there's less, less likelihood of massive compromise, you know, in, in that case. So unless there's a, a organ, organ that is burst, you know, with abdominal pain, more and more sur- surgeons are waiting for That's a few days. That's a good days. idea. But all you, you cut into all that infection and just release it everywhere. But then it, it, it begs the question, why not, you know, treat, treat the disease with the antibiotic and then get to the source of it and resolve it instead of pulling out the organ. You know, we've been very glib about, you know, just removing organs and claiming that they're not necessary. Yep. That's not true. And maybe you can tell us, for instance, an appendix. Why, why did God give us an appendix? Uh, if I had to guess, I would say it's uh, in case you have diarrhea or uh, an infection where that you don't lose all of your uh, good bacteria. There's like a little pocket to hold them so that you can reseed them. That would be my guess. That's a great guess. So there's a reservoir for good bacteria that your body needs when when there's uh, unsettlement of their gut. There's another reason that is that the appendix is lymphatic tissue. So it literally picks up what is going wrong inside the abdomen. So if there's infection, you know, pathogen inside the abdomen, you know, inside the, wow. the, the intestinal tract, then it will get the signal, just like your tonsils, tonsils yeah. are at the gateway of your airway, and the tonsils pick up when an infectious organism is coming in and will start orchestrating a response. So if you don't have an appendix, you cannot orchestrate that response as effectively. And um, you know, that, that can lead to a greater incidence, greater likelihood of, for instance, inflammatory bowel disease and um, you know, other diseases of the bowel uh, that can also haunt you uh, through life. So the gallbladder... Uh, Susan, what what is the function of the gallbladder? The gallbladder's function is to store uh, bile to release after you eat uh, to properly have the proper amount to digest uh, fats. And it also stimulates uh, peristalsis, the movement of the gut for good elimination. So the bile actually stimulates peristalsis? Yep. That's good to know. Um, And if you're better, if you're really embittered, then you can... uh, 
spielbeil and you can uh, you know <laughs> you know so <laughs> it's interesting that you know in our language we we so often use terms that, that reflect what what an organ does and uh, how an organ takes on stress you know so <laughs> so anyhow I, I wanted to just uh, again remind everybody before we go to this break if you want a, a copy of my book heal yourself uh, you can uh, go to shopqhi.com. We're also going to be talking about some of our package specials for bowel issues, you know, whether it's inflammatory bowel disease, irritable bowel, uh, reflux disease, acid reflux disease. You can go to shopqhi.com and find the package special uh, on there that you need and uh, make it a lot easier for you to get effective about getting your health back on track. We'll be right back. After the doctor. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on Toginet.com. Designing your family through adoption is a wonderful experience. What can be more exciting than opening your heart to a child? Get ready for Family by Design with your host, Carla Marie Williams. Tuesday mornings at 9, 8 central on Toginat. As an adoptive mother of three and president of Family by Design and an accomplished writer, Carla Marie knows firsthand what it takes to successfully design your family through adoption. She'll tackle the tough topics, discuss current events, and equip you with tips and strategies to navigate you along your adoptive journey. You'll hear firsthand accounts from authors, experts, and experienced parents. For more on the show and Carla Marie, check out the website, familybydesignadoption.com. Then tune in every week and hold on to your seats. This awesome adventure will change your life and the life of your child forever. It's Family by Design with your host, Carla Marie Williams. Tuesday mornings at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Hi, my name's John Martin, and I'm the CEO of this radio station. Recently, I began a life-changing weight loss program under the supervision and care of Dr. Peter DeVette at QHI Wellness in Tyler, Texas. The program that Dr. DeVette put me on is called Beta HCG. Now, 97 days ago, I began the program, and as of today, I've lost a total of 63 pounds. (laughs) You heard me right, 63 pounds in just over 90 days. If you're out there suffering like I was from being overweight and just finally are ready to do something about it, then the days of those long-term yo-yo programs are over. You can finally take care of the problem for good. I personally recommend giving Dr. DeVette's clinic a call at 877-484-9735. That's QHI Wellness at 877-484-9735. Or go online at qhiwellness.com and change your life today. And oh, by the way, Tell them John Martin sent you. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I gotta... Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. And you're in the studio with me is uh, the lovely and beautiful Susan Spence, um, my co-host on most days. Uh, and Susan also practices. She's a nurse practitioner by training. 
but uh, very, very well schooled in natural medicine, understands so much more than most um, medical uh, types do about what makes the body sick and what uh, can help us heal. And, um, and that has also been my mission over the last 25 years to learn as much as I can about the, you know, the source of illness and why we get sick. As a matter of fact, half of my life now, Susan, I've been on that quest. And actually, it started before that, when I was, before I went to medical school. I learned all kinds of strange things uh-huh. you know, that, uh, that I later on then used uh, in my practice. But, um, you know, it's so much more fun, by the way. And I think you would agree with me to practice medicine you know, and actually make your best effort to get to the source, not, not just treat symptoms. Uh, you, way more say? fun. I think your patients appreciate it more, too. They feel more like you're looking at the whole person. <laughs> yeah, even though they have to invest, you know, make a, a greater investment, you know, at least, you know, in, in a way, I think a lot of people think they have to make a greater investment. But if they really look at that, you know, that investment that they make, you know, saves them tremendous pain and suffering and also tremendous amounts of money if they don't have to keep on dealing with illness. You know, we made that point earlier on. If you have inflamed bowel issue, and let's, let's just kind of look at, um, you know, we, in a moment we're going to look at all the inflamed bowel diseases, uh, you know, diseases that are related, related to inflamed bowel. So, but um, just in general, if you get to the source of it, you resolve it, you know, you're going <clears> to <throat> spend a fraction of what you would normally spend, you know, in a lifetime. Because, you know, I mean, you know, and I know most people with stomach issues, they just keep those stomach issues. You know, once you have reflux, for example, it's treated like a chronic disease, and you just have to keep on treating it. And most, of, most of the time with drugs that really, really mess you up. But let's talk about the short list. What, what are the most common diseases that are really related to inflammation of the bowel? I would say uh, celiac, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's, uh, spastic colon. And then there's a lot of different other types of colitis. As a matter of fact, we often use the word colitis. General. When, yeah, when, when there's kind of inflammation in the bowel, even when it's not uh, become severe, you know, when you have slight changes under the microscope. But then we also think of, you know, other issues like, uh, did you put reflux disease in there? Um, So gastroesophageal reflux disease is an inflammatory bowel disease. So is peptic peptic ulcer disease. Well, no, I thought we were just on the colon, so I didn't go up that high. Yeah, Yeah, just just the whole body. If you think, I mean, well, uh, you know, when we talk about abdominal pain and inflamed bowel, you know, you can that's have a big area. You can have inflammation anyway. You can have inflammation all the way down down to the anus, and you can have hemorrhoids. You know, so hemorrhoids is is also often a sign of inflamed bowel. You know, and so um, you can have what what's called proctitis. You know, that's a nice word for you know <laughs> anal inflammation. Um, you know, and the rectum can be inflamed and 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 so forth. And then we look at the esophagus, you know, we, when, we, when we have reflux disease, that's the stomach and, and lower esophagus. But you can have, you know, other uh, inflammations going up into the esophagus. And Susan, the bottom line is if inflammation continues on for long enough, it can literally program for or predispose you to malignancies of any of those parts. 
and we said uh, said uh, said something during the break that there's another part of the the intestinal tract that most people don't even realize is part of the intestinal tract, and, and that can and you can have information there too. So you want to yeah, tell that that was a new one to me. Which part of the inner ear? The middle ear. The middle yeah. ear. The part of the yeah. middle ear yeah. is part of the uh, intestinal tract. And a lot of times when you see uh, children with uh, food allergies, food sensitivities, uh, they end up having to have uh, tubes put in their ears. Uh, that's because the bowel is a mucous membrane. And when any mucous membrane is irritated, inflamed, your whole body uh, will uh, can mount a response uh, in response in response to one mucous membrane being irritated. So that can show up as post-nasal drip, uh, ear infections, eye irritation, uh, even uh, problems with uh, intercourse vaginally. Yeah, and that's, you know, and what you just said, you know, most people are thinking, you know, they're asking themselves, did, did they hear you correctly when you said that your ears are part of your gut? <laughs> <laughs> And I, I just want to explain that, you know, from embryology, we know, uh, the science of embryology, that the entire intestinal tract, when it starts forming, is like a tube uh, that forms, and that tube goes all the way from the middle ear to the sinuses, to the back of the nose, you know, the upper part of the nose, uh, to the back of the throat, down into the esophagus, and all the way down to um, the, the rectum and anus. So... So if you look at that entire tube, you realize that there's a very close connection between the mucous membrane in the middle ear and the mucous membrane um, in the rest of the gut and so forth. So any, uh, any disruption of that mucous membrane in one part, like with celiac disease, will make you, uh, you know, react in other parts too with your other mucous membranes. Right. And as you said, you know, you can even have things like... Uh, Vaginal irritations, you can have uh, problems with other mucous membranes anywhere in the body, including the bladder mm -hmm. um, and, and so forth as well. So we actually have a remedy in, in one of our packages. The, the acid reflux package is called mucosa compositum. And what it's made of is all different types of mucous membranes throughout the body. Really? Yeah. So it's just kind of like a homeopathic remedy that helps you to rehabilitate the, the mucous lining. Well, I would be better about taking mine then. <laughs> and now you know exactly why you're supposed to take it. <laughs> yeah, and and interestingly enough, that package, the the uh, acid reflux package, and the irritable bowel package, I, IBS or irritable uh, bowel package, has another remedy in it that contains three nutrients that I absolutely love, that are really good for rehabilitating and rebuilding. That gut lining, yeah, uh, glutamine and aloe, and I forgot the other one. Licorice root Licorice. extract. <laughs> yeah, those three, yeah. And when you combine them, there's a supplement called Glutagenics. Glutagenics, G L U T A G E N I C S, and that is part of those package specials. Or you can order it separately off of our website. Uh, if you go to the shopping cart at shopqhi shopqhi.com. And by the way, if you want to look up package specials, look on the left-hand margin, look at package specials, and then, <clears throat> then um, you know you can go ahead and click on a title search, do a title search, and it'll give you alphabetically each packet, and you can go through and figure out what your malady, your condition is, and get 
get a kid. Well, speaking of the glutagenics, the reason why it's so good, I've read in uh, some gastroenterology articles that fully 40% of your colon is made of an amino acid called L-glutamine, and it has such an appetite, it's so hungry for it, it's really uh, difficult to feed it enough if you do have inflammatory bowel. That's the reason why it's, it's so effective. Yeah, it's, and the fact that you can absorb it directly into the cells, that's, that is you know fantastic because normally things have to go into the bloodstream first before they can go to the site of repair. But L-glutamine, you know, helps the repair of the mucous membrane directly. And the same with the aloe vera and licorice root extract. You know, those are also part of the repair kit, you know, and to help clear the inflammation. So uh, there's, a, there's a precaution, though, with licorice root, and that is? Uh, it can, uh, if it's not, uh, I don't know if I'm saying it's right, deglycerized. Mm-hmm. It can uh, cause too much uh, adrenal stimulation. And that can lead to high blood pressure. And so if you have hypertension, you know, you may have to be a little bit careful. But this is a deglycerinized um, licorice. So, you know, we, we don't see any problems with our patients with hypertension when they take this particular. And it's a powder, by the way. You put a teaspoon of that in water three times a day. And then there's another key thing to uh, to any of those upper bowel disorders, and that is improving and optimizing digestion. Because if you have a gut problem, Susan, and it speaks for itself that you're probably going to have some issues with digestion, especially if it affects the stomach, esophagus, and the small bowel. Uh, you know, you're going to have because that's where digestion takes place, the stomach itself. And if it's not properly done in the stomach, it goes up the esophagus in the wrong direction, you get reflux disease, or it goes down into the small bowel, you know, and uh, if if the digestion isn't taking place properly there, uh, you can also get uh, disease further down, in, even in the colon. You know, right. So what happens in the stomach defines often what happens in the colon, because if you're not digesting food properly in the stomach, then it can also keep, cause more inflammation but more uh, byproducts that are not uh, not digested properly that then go into that large bell and constipation uh, Susan, if you think about it, you know you know is also related to poor digestion in many many people so you know if you're not able to digest your food properly, then you don't get proper absorption in the small bell and then you have critters further down in the colon that enact on that that food, and then uh, you get, you know... More inflammation. More inflammation, gas, you know, bloating, all kinds of, uh, you know... Leaky bowel. and also more inflammatory bowel. So inflammation of the bowel, again, comes to the fore when that first part of the intestinal tract is not doing what it's supposed to do. That make sense? Sure. So we're going to go to another break again. If you want uh, to find out more about our package specials, go to shopqhi.com. Shopqhi stands for, stands for quantumhealinginstitute.com. 877-484-9735. 877-484-9735 is our number here at QHI Wellness. We do educational consults. You can call us for more information. We'll be right back after this break. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live 
Find out how the flaws in our health care system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Boost your life force and enhance your health today with Life Force Naturals. This product is a superb combination of all natural super green foods, berries and herbs that contain the entire spectrum of vitamins and minerals, and much, much more. Packed with chlorophyll, enzymes, vitamins, minerals, plant-based antioxidants, fiber, and a powerhouse of therapeutic herbal components, Life Force Naturals may also help you detox by optimizing liver, kidney, and gut function, giving you antioxidant protection, help reduce inflammation, help your immune system, your resistance against cancer, and your protection against heart disease. Life Force Naturals also has antifungal, antibacterial and antiviral properties life force naturals a cut above any commercially available multi-nutrient combination to order your bottle of life force naturals call 877-484-9735 that's 877-484-9735 or shop online at shophealthybody.com help your body get rid of disease causing inflammation today with flam away Presented to you by DeVette Wellness. Flamaway is made up of a superb combination of inflammation-fighting herbs, including turmeric, ginger, boswellia, resveratrol, and bromelain. Inflammation is the mechanism by which most pain in the body springs forth, and it's a central component of most disease creation in the human body. Flamaway reduces inflammation and often pain, and contributes to better heart and blood vessel health and immune system function. Also, great for many with arthritis, headaches and back pain, sore muscles, sports injuries, and any conditions involving inflammation. If you're a victim of inflammation, get your supply of phlegm away today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or go online at shophealthybody.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And we're back to listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. And uh, again, you're with Susan Spence in the studio. And we are... <clears throat> Yeah, we can have that music fade there. We so, we so. okay. There's the music gone. <laughs> Somehow the music and the announcement got switched. Uh, that we were back on. So um, so we're talking about the ins and outs of inflamed bowel and abdominal pain. So what 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 is the most common uh, cause contributors of inflamed bowel? And, uh, you know, and abdominal pain. And I wanted to have you, again, give us a short list. You know, we talked about infl- inflamed bowel being a very common issue uh, that we see. Inflamed bowel is a common issue. It has a lot of triggers. It can be a combination of several. Uh, stress uh, contributes to uh, poor digestion. Uh, a lot of people eat on the run. Uh, when you're under stress, you make uh, adrenaline. Uh, those can be oxidized, all the uh, excessive uh, fight-or-flight hormones. Uh, those interfere with methylation, which is building new cells. Even chickens and livestock that are 
uh, trucked to different locations after their long journey. Uh, there have been autopsies that done that show that their gut has actually disintegrated enough to allow bacteria into their bloodstream. That's very interesting. So, so uh, um, you know, with that evidence there, you can understand what happens in the human gut, you know, when you're under massive stress. And we know this from hospitalization, too, oh, yeah. by the way. You know, when people are in intensive care unit, you know, after trauma, that, uh, you know, they they have a very, very uh, high incidence of leaky gut, you know, severe leaky gut to the point where there's disruption of uh, clotting factors oftentimes in uh, the bloodstream. And, um, you know, there's, uh, there's also, of course, much higher incidence of septicemia, you know, literary infections getting into the bloodstream and overwhelming the system right. and uh, leading to potential death or, you know, or destruction of tissues so so we we have to always think about the the story behind the disease every disease has a is biologically meaningful and purposeful and uh, in other words can be understood uh, at a level that helps to provide us with the information to to clear the source but also gives us the opportunity susan at the end of it all, to to be grateful for whatever, you know, is afflicting us. Because in a way, every biological program is a survival program. You know, so is. you you have the disease so in order to be able to continue surviving, you know. Isn't that beautiful? You know, so you can reframe, you know, everything from cancer to, you know, to, you, you name it, you know, reflux disease, irritable bowel, whatever it is, that you are, you know, holding your physical body, you're not having to hold in mind and uh, therefore is not threatening to overwhelm your mind. And we see what happens, by the way, when the mind becomes overwhelmed. You know, if, if people are not able to clear, you know, and detox what is, you know, in their minds. You know, those are what we, that's, those situations we call it psychiatric illnesses. You know, depression, bipolar disease, uh, you know, anxiety disorder, uh, schizophrenia, you know, um, some of these mass murders that we've seen lately, you know, um, virtually the the majority of them, you know, uh, you know, <clears throat> basically schizophrenics that kind of lost it um, and do not cannot distinguish right from wrong. Of course, we a lot of people have an argument with that that, that at some level we are all insane and we're all in control. So we might as well. All blame everything on on everybody else, uh, you know, but except you know, the world would not work very well if we did that. So, so what do you, uh, your your take on, you know, on um, on stress? The specific stories behind uh, abdominal diseases or intestinal uh, in, uh, tract inflammation. What what would the typical story be, you know, for instance, behind someone that has severe re reflux disease? Uh, I, I'm guessing I just can't uh, stomach what I see or feel. Right, exactly. So you know, or um, you know, with esophageal issues, it's a little bit um, uh, more complex than that. Even 
But if we go further down into the stomach itself, you know, stomach is very simple. What is it that I cannot stomach anymore? So if you have a stomach ulcer, if you have a peptic ulcer, something like that, uh, esophagus, there's a little bit of, you know, if you think of esophagus as symbolic of that little bird, you know, there's, there's certain parasitic birds that'll lay eggs in other birds' nests. Yeah. And then that, when that bird hatches, it'll totally dominate the other birds and get fed first. And it'll steal the food from everybody else. So, and the way it does that is, it, of course, it's bigger. It grows faster. And then it'll, you know, just open that mouth and have that open esophagus all the way down to the stomach so that uh, the, you know, the bird mother and daddy can just drop food down that gullet, you know, until that baby's full. Of course, the other, uh, the others, birds in the nest starve to death or they kicked out of the nest literally by this, by this giant by this, baby. <laughs> this other big uh, giant baby. <laughs> Sounds like a horror flick or something you know, when you think about it. But um, but when, when you have um, a need to gain something, if there's something that I'm not getting that I need, you know, the esophagus will remain open and we have reflux disease or hiatal hernia. And uh, if I have to regurgitate something, if I have to give it back to you, if I don't want it, you know, it may <clears throat> remain open. So when we talk about the conf- conflict of uh, reflux disease, you know, it's, uh, it's an interesting um, combination of things. But, yeah, in general, in a general way, you know, it does also correlate with what that which cannot be stomached, uh, you know, that's, that I cannot stomach. Now, it's interesting that the... Uh, the further down you go on the intestinal tract, the more ancient the conflicts become. So if somebody develops rectal cancer, for example, or severe rectal inflammation, you know, you may want to go very deep and very far back in their family history, in their personal history to find, you know, the source of that, um, you know, that conflict that cannot, you know, that, uh, that I'm, you know, someone is holding on to. Or that somebody cannot let go of. So, so the body speaks to us when we understand the body's language. You know, it becomes so much easier to resolve that problem at its source and to be, you know, so much healthier for it. But when we talk about, um, you know, other uh, influences, Susan, um, what is bowel disease correlated with? What you know, if you have an, a bowel issue, what is it correlated with? What's you know, what some of the other com- contributing factors? Uh. A father issue. Yeah, but on a physical, you know, from a physical perspective, and so you know, with we're, we're maybe I don't of, understand what you're asking me. Yeah, so we talked about the emotional links, but now when we uh, talk about the physical um, keys, you know, what 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 is it that we're doing on the physical level as far oh, as our okay. diets, the way we prepare food, the way that um, I got you. You know, so what. Uh, uh. What, what are those? We're taking in a, a lot of toxins that can interfere, interfere with the metabolic pathways of clearance, especially uh, the liver uh, and the B12 folic acid pathway, which is how you mend and repair your body. Um, these can be heavy metals, uh, chemicals, products we put on our body, in our hair, in our mouth, uh, things that spew out of factories in our water supply, pesticides. Uh, food allergies and food sensitivities can contribute to bowel issues, uh, emotional issues. Again, uh, you can't digest food well if you're emotionally upset about something. Uh, genetically modified food, uh, excessive alcohol intake, 
uh, poor protein intake. You find this especially with uh, older people who like to just open a box or a can of something. They end up getting um, a lot of poor quality protein from excessive refined carbohydrates. Uh, poor in- intake of energetically alive, raw, organic food. Uh, use of antacids or other medications that interfere with uh, bowel function or just a combination of several of the above or all and uh, it's just kind of overwhelms your body's uh, compensatory mechanisms. Well, that's a, that's a good list, you know. <clears throat> and so what, what it, the point that we're also making here is that there's an, a number of different things that we can do to rehabilitate that, that bowel. So not just dealing with the emotional keys uh, and, you know, un, um, you know, deprogramming the body from that perspective, but then also learning to make healthier food choices. You know, one, one, one of the issues that you brought up is f- food allergies. And when I first started learning nutritional medicine, uh, nutraceutical interventions, I learned that virtually every gut problem that you can think of is associated and very closely connected to food sensitivities. For instance, the first thing you do when you have a gallbladder attack or, you know, gallbladder disease is to do an allergy elimination diet, you know. You get off of, you know, unless the infection is so overwhelming that it's threatening to, uh, you know, to kill you because of infection in the bloodstream itself, like septicemia, you know, unless you are at that point, you can often reverse a gallbladder attack by doing an elimination diet. Does it cause... Does it cause the gallbladder to swell at the opening where it empties? Is that how it works? Well, initially, it's just a, a, a cramping of the gallbladder. Now, you may have stones in that gallbladder, but the stones themselves do not necessarily cause disease. Lots of people walk around with stones in their in the gallbladder, never have an exacerbation. Uh, so, you know, it's it's literally cramping of the gallbladder, and eventually, you know, that morphs to more inflammation, and eventually, the 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 wall of the gallbladder gets thickened. Same with uh, with reflux disease, a gastroesophageal reflux disease. I learned many, many years ago, you know, if you eliminate the food sensitivities, oftentimes the, the disease goes away. Stomach ulcers, learned that about stomach ulcers, that, you know, and uh, small bowel diseases and irritable bowel disease and constipation. All of these things, very, very responsive to allergy elimination diets. And, and we're going to be coming right back. By the way, that information is my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health. You can get a copy at 877-484-9735. ShopQHI.com is the website you can go to to look at our package specials, including our acid reflux package, our irritable bowel uh, package. And we're also going to talk about Invader's Detox Package. How do you get the critters in your bowel detox that are contributing to your um, problems? We'll be right back. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Tired of achy joints inhibiting your ability to get around, exercise, or even enjoy your life? Having healthy joints should be a given for most people, even those older in age. 
there's nothing that says you should settle for anything less than strong, healthy joints. Devet Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula contains powerful nutrients like glucosamine, which is scientifically proven to help joints heal. A powerhouse of additional herbs and nutrients including MSN, boswellia, ginger root, horsetail extract, and hyaluronic acid that makes this a phenomenal combination in helping support joint health. Help your body rebuild cartilage, reduce joint swelling, stiffness, inflammation, and pain today with the Vet Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula. Get your supply of comprehensive joint formula today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735 or go online to shophealthybody.com. Are you frustrated with the health of your digestive tract? Tired of heartburn and reflux symptoms? Sluggish or missing gallbladder? Gas, bloating, or irritable bowel syndromes? If you feel your ability to digest food is not quite up to snuff, then try out Devet Wellness Digestive Optimizer Formula. Digestive Optimizer Formula is packed full of digestive enzymes, ox bile, and acid precursors to help you digest carbs, fat, and protein. If your stomach feels too acidic for step one, then do step two first. Step two is a product called Glutagenics, which contains aloe, licorice root, and L-glutamine. Take charge of your digestive health today. Call 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or shop online at shophealthybody.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. On Toginet.com, he'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live, and you're, we're talking about uh, ins and outs of inflamed bowel and abdominal pain. So we we've gone through, you know, a list of things that can cause abdominal pain. We 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 focus mostly on the bowel today, but I will just mention that with abdominal pain, it can also be other sources. You know, it can be kidneys, of course, liver. It can be uh, pelvis. You know, so all the pelvic organs, including the bladder, the ovaries, um, can also cause problems. And um, you know, so. Uh, abdominal pain uh, it depends on the location it depends on the severity it depends on the type of pain and we're not going to get into a whole description of all that um, today but I, I did want to make the point that most common source of abdominal pain is is probably probably the gut uh, the intestinal tract so uh, and when we talk about inflammation of the intestinal tract we went through a summary of you know the most common c- uh, contributors there from the top to the bottom of the esophagus. Uh, sorry, top to bottom of the intestinal tract. So um, I also want to talk a little bit more about um, about detoxing the gut. And uh, you know, Susan, one thing that you wanted to mention uh, that uh, you didn't mention in your short list just now was uh, I didn't mention uh, parasites, and I'm not talking about just. Uh, the usual things that people think of, which are, you know, the worms and giardia, but even Lyme disease can invade, the, it can invade any tissue in the body and can cause uh, inflammatory bowel, leaky gut, and uh, we have uh, special ways to test for that here because 
after a certain length of time, uh, Lyme disease can actually uh, morph into a different uh, thing called a biofilm where it doesn't even have a recognizable cell wall to, to test it by traditional testing. And I, that's a lot of people are walking around with that and don't know what's wrong, the reason why they feel so bad. Yeah, and, and, uh, and as you said, uh, you know, there's, there's all kinds of parasites that can affect us. And a lot of them are very, very hard to diagnose. You know, so uh, Susan, you know, one of the the fallacies, you know, that people have, or you know, false belief systems that people suffer from, is that if you have parasites, you'll see it in the stool. Well, you know, you you only see the big ones, and only if you really really look very, very closely. Right. And you know, you now some people have monster um, parasites that uh, that'll, you know, that cannot go unnoticed by anybody. You know, so. Well, you know, I've read that one tapeworm can grow like feet, feet, feet long, and it can cause a severe B12 deficiency. They are, uh, they they just can take literally all that you make. And that's the problem with parasites, you know, is they steal us blind. You know, they sit there in the <laughs> intestinal tract, and that is if you don't digest your food properly, and if you don't absorb it in, this, uh, in the first part of the small bowel, you know, those tapeworms and critters then uh, take, you know, take take hold in the lower intestinal tract. So guess what? You know, again, you know, there's there's a reason why we grow parasites. It's not the parasite that makes you sick. Just like it's not the bug that makes you sick, it's the vulnerable host. You know, so, but, um, you know, talking about parasites, Susan, you know, in, in inflammatory bowel diseases, especially of the lower intestinal tract, we definitely want to consider that. So anything from irritable bowel to uh, colitis, to uh, to constipation, you know, to uh, ulcerative colitis, to Crohn's disease, you know, uh, diseases of the anus, any of those, you know, you you are likely to have par- parasites, even the the upper bowel, you know, oftentimes associated. And there's another thing that once your bowel gets this inflamed, like uh, celiac Crohn's, uh, severe colitis. Then you can develop sensitivities to foods that you didn't have before, and it can be very confusing to do traditional testing on that too. Because as your diet changes, as the time of year changes, you'll see a change in the foods that you're sensitive to, and it doesn't make any sense to you when you first start looking at it. Um, and that's another thing that we specialize in, also. Yeah, absolutely, and. Uh, now, I want to talk just quickly about, when we talk about parasites, how do we diagnose parasitic infections, Susan? I mean, you know, is, is, is stool analysis effective as a, uh, as a way to look? No, because they have cycles of, of birth and laying eggs, and unless you catch it in a cycle. I mean, I've heard of having to do like four and five stool specimens before you would catch uh, a cycle where you, it could be diagnosed, and most and the, people only do one. And the other thing is, the parasites that hurt you are not in the stool; they're actually still sitting in your gut. You know, <laughs> yeah. so that's that's uh, you have to remember that. The other thing is, unless you go through an entire stool sample and uh, put the entire sample through uh, through a microscope, you know how long that would take you. That would be a long search. <laughs> a lot of slides. <laughs> so. So I don't think there's too many uh, 
uh, microbiologist that would want to do that. Well, I used to do that, and you kind of distill it. You know, you you spin it round and round, and then you take the bottom. <laughs> but we didn't do the whole part, though. Just you know, a few yeah, little, you just did do a little, little bit uh, here uh, and there. Take a sample here and the sample there, yeah, and that's, that's one stool. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that's why most infections, ninety percent of parasitic infections, are never diagnosed because they are never looked for properly. And, uh, or they just can't find them because the parasite is sitting somewhere where, where you cannot access it. For instance, it's not unusual for parasites to get into the appendix, into the gallbladder. Uh, and parasites can go anywhere in the body. They don't know. They're not just restricted to, you, to your gut. They can go to your brain. Your eyes. Yeah, they, uh, your <laughs> eyes. Your muscles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I've had a, uh, well, I read a story of somebody having a parasite come out there, up the esophagus and out the mouth. And say hi to everybody that was standing in the room in the ICU. You know, oh no, <laughs> it was a big roundworm, and and so <laughs> it must have been getting bad in there. <laughs> yeah, it was really nasty. Too, in too there. many antibiotics yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and that's the, that, that's exactly what what you just mentioned. A lot of people take so many antibiotics that they ruin the healthy balance of microbes in the intestinal tract, and that has to be reset if you want to. Gain your health back in the gut. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, Even if you just take it one time, you can mess yourself up. Yeah, exactly. So, so again, when we uh, when we talk about resetting the bowel with a good probiotic protocol, uh, we can go to um, you know the package special on probiotics. It's a probiotic package special uh, or probiotic gut support package that has three different types of probiotics, and I'll have Susan explain to you. What, what did you want to say? Oh, I wanted to say that I, I think probiotics should just be part of uh, what people take every day, just like you take your multivitamin and brush your teeth, because we all consume meat that has antibiotics in it, and it's it's a constant consumption, and I think it's very important to constantly replenish. I think that's a great idea, and and another reason is because the GMO foods that we eat are engineered so that these plants can can be sprayed with massive doses of herbicides and pesticides and everything else, and it won't kill the plant, but it will kill you when you ingest that food that comes from that plant because of the over-spraying. You know, what, what most people don't realize is the genetic engineering of foods weakens the plant, makes it necessary to spray them even more. Mm-hmm. You know, with, you know, and and they, they're more vulnerable to her- herbs and stuff like that, or, you know... Um, you know that that grow around them. Uh, beneficial soil organisms, nematodes, uh, uh, beneficial yeast in the soil, uh, worms—all of that's getting disrupted by genetically modified food. And it does the same thing to you when you eat it to your own intestinal flora. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, that's beautifully put. So so we we're paying a huge price for our technology. And Susan, there's there's virtually no reason to genetically engineered foods. You know, it's it's just, you know, man's it's endless, um, you know, you know, journey tinkering. or <laughs> tinkering. Yeah, tinkering and endless uh, power games. You know, because yeah. uh, the companies that make these genetic foods basically are controlling the marketplace by and large and forcing farmers to do you know there's there's you know we've done programs before on genetic engineered foods you know you, you can go back to our podcast and listen uh but that's a huge huge factor and then also um you know people that are treated with antibiotics 
you know, over and over again, never reset. And I, I just want to make a point that in that package special, there's three probiotics. One is called saccharomycin. Uh, and and saccharomycin is made from saprophytic, um, you know, organisms that are really like funguses, but they're good funguses that make natural antibiotics against bad funguses and bad bacteria. So usually if somebody has a messed up gut, that's often going to be the very first probiotic that I use. And that, the nice thing about it is it's stable against antibiotics in case you're still on the antibiotic that you need to be taking. But then you want to replace the saprophytic organisms with a good bacteria. And we use, usually use a transition product called ortho, orthobiotics, O-R-T-H-O, biotics, and that has the saccharomycin, but also the good bacteria, so the bifidobacter, the lactobacillus, acidophilus, and so forth. Well, you know, a few years ago, people used to only concentrate on uh, acidophilus, but now you see more the bifido family right. for lower lower bowel. So bifido, much, much more important there. And then, uh, you know, if we finally end up as a third step, you know, on, a, on a, just a general a less expensive probiotic like a nature's probiotic, which, uh, which we formulated a uh, year that, uh, that has all of the good bacteria in it, but not the fungus anymore. So, so that's a three-step three approach to resetting the bowel. Then we also make sure with bowel diseases that digestion goes well, and that's where the digestion optimizer formula comes in. So when we talk about the acid reflux package, special on our website, or um, you know that's uh, it's engineered or formulated in such a way to get that digestion uh, really uh, run up and running. And then also, you know, food choices, absolutely critical. Folks, you know, uh, get a copy of my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health. Uh, you can also get a copy of the new one, Bringing Sexy Back, Transform the Body You Have into the Body You Want through shopqhi.com. And that's got a lot of information on eating healthy, cleaning up your system by supporting it in good ways. And then eliminate the stress, work on, you know, resetting the bowel and detoxing the bowel. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are, unfortunately, again, at the end of this show, uh, so much more information that we wanted to share. But uh, hopefully it will give you a tidbit of uh, things to concentrate on. Give us a call for an educational consult if you need to, 877-484-9735. Talk to you tomorrow. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a Thank you for being a part of Dr. Peter DeVette Live. We'll be here every weekday at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern, 